Cause we got the alternative energy right. nuclear free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network For people just tuning in Yeah, I'm just sitting on the locomotive of a coal train I'm locking on to stop coal from entering Newcastle's coal port It's, um... I mean, isn't it just a beautiful day for direct action? So to start when you're ready, start by saying your name and where we are. Cedar, we're in Newcastle. And uh, what are we doing in Newcastle, Cedar? Well, I'm here to support frontline action on coal in blockading the Newcastle coal port. Okay, and um, what is frontline action on coal, just for those who don't know? Frontline Action on Coal is a grassroots organisation that aims to eventually dismantle the fossil fuel industry and provide safer futures for people. Well, I've been involved in non-violent direct action for a little while now and I've, I'm, I'm just scared. Just tell us a bit about where you grew up. So I grew up, um, well I moved around a bunch when I was younger, but most recently I was living in Newcastle. I moved here with my family, um, all my friends are here, I, I consider this my home. So Newcastle is your community? Yeah, I would say so. And what are you planning on doing tomorrow? I'm planning on stopping a coal train heading to Newcastle Coalport, the world's biggest coal port, and locking myself onto it to stop it. I'm sitting on the locomotive of a coal train heading to Newcastle's coal port, world's biggest coal port. I'm Cedar, I'm 18 years old and I'm a Newcastle local and I'm here standing up for my future. And, and just say again to the audience, why are you doing this? I'm doing this because I'm scared. I, I want a future. I want to be able to live in this world and not face the effects of polluted air, polluted water. I want to be able to eat food and I don't know, eventually have kids of my own someday that can experience the beauty in this world, not live in a toxic wasteland. Some people hearing this might say, well, there's other ways to do that. There's, we've got governments and uh, NGOs and there's many other ways to get your message out there. Why are you blockading a train? And, and also, why you answer that question, what do you expect to happen to you tomorrow? Um, I've turned to direct action because I've tried signing petitions, I've tried going to rallies, and it's not enough. We needed to transition yesterday. We, we're running out of time. And tomorrow I expect to have some people disagree with what I'm saying, but I sincerely hope to find com- support from my community. And, yeah, like, I, w- I want this to reach people. I want people to see how much I care about this and find that in themselves because this is, for me, really important. Okay, so tomorrow morning you're going out to do an action and what are you expecting to happen when the police find you? Well, I have a lot of respect for the police and I know that they deem this to be an inconvenience and it's not in my interest to affect them or their work. Um, the device I'll have, they'll probably call um, search and rescue and they'll come with an angle grinder and cut through it to unlock me. 
How does that feel, thinking about an angle grinder, the physical risk you're taking tomorrow? Well, frontline action on coal is... As a collective, we're very concerned about safety and that's foremost, especially for people in arrestable positions. But, I mean, yeah, I'm a bit apprehensive, but I also understand that the police go through years of training to be good at what they're doing and... I've, I've just got to hope that it's going to be all right. I mean, hundreds of people have done what I'm doing before me. So, and people have done this because they care. You know, the risk of me getting hurt by an angle grinder pales in comparison to the risk of climate change, of pollution. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just scared and I want to put my body on the line to show people how much this means to me. Apart, apart from the opportunity to resist global warming and coal, why, what else do you get out of being involved in frontline action on coal? Why should other people get involved, do you think? Well, frontline action on coal is... It's my family, you know, this is my community. I know that the people I organise with, I love and I trust them and I know they've got my back and I find in these spaces so much um like positive change going on like we work we work with consensus we check in with each other um we're building community as well as showing yeah so we're showing the changes that can be made as well as um doing direct action and trying to make a point through that we're yeah yeah that's cool um and I'll just ask one last question. In, let's just say five years' time, you're looking back on yourself and you're looking at what could have happened in the next five years. What's the best outcome you think for Australia? What could we be doing in five years that you think we might actually be capable of as well? Um, best I'm outcome. Best outcome. I'm not so much one to follow politics personally, but I think that there's a lot of people in positions of power who are in the position to make positive changes like we've got to transition to renewables um we've got to just make huge systemic change if we feasibly want to see a future in this world in this country that's that's great okay Sita, thanks for your time and we wish you the best of luck tomorrow thank you so much greg those of you who have just tuned in i'm currently locked on to the um, locomotive of a coal train heading to um, heading to Newcastle's coal port. Um, so I want people to start thinking about the future and about their children and their grandchildren instead of their investments or what's going to make them um, what's going to make them money. You wanna live your best quick find a way. Together now and with no more complication Send it on, do it that way or be blown away We on a quest to communicate
living is an everyday now. now The pressure building, tumbling buildings Grumbling humans on disastrous mood swings After a few kings dictating, folk get fed up And folk won't let up I'm hoping for a few things to make folk get up Rock incinerated and crops obliterated And lots of humans indicated with bombs and demonstrations Songs and revelations, but wrongs are ever greater My crew, the resonators, we've got to elevate it What? The state of awareness in the face of some careless motherfuckers With parents that were sus on Anyway, it's a front on attack on the love song A rap on the console to console frustrations We on the quest to communicate across all nations I drop all the imitations to reach the bullet's destination And land it, and power to the people I like to call speech bandits You wanna live your best quick, find a way To get a new one with no more complication Send it on, do it that way, won't be blown away to communicate Every is a living is an everyday now Watch as the rebel pebble shifts a bit What started out small now triplicate We got bigger with the trigger most unlimited To bolt with the revolt unpredicted Cryptic like a subliminal caption From minimal to massive avalanche Untrampled on people ain't long to catch on And grasp on to what's most important Every time they fuck with us we was only natural With a sound well organized Insecurity and media babble when things ain't what they seem so blatant People on the bottom about to lose patience Kingdom fortune get torched to play down Take back your fate, now who can blame them? Take back your bitch and now who can blame them? From the dollar that's keeping us crawling Or celebrating over some statue falling Or salivating over the fallacy Some call it when but when the fantasy thins Wonder will it ever sink in? Bombs only liberate hate once again You can't alleviate hate with more hate sent Bombs only equate with hate times ten zillion Men, women, and children, civilians We're thinking on a shipment the world that's shrinking Yeah, every time they fuck with us We do what's only natural With a sound well organized We got wasabi taking flight by my side Rocking the vibe, come on!
So can, we're just going to think back to the day of the action that just took place. Can you tell us what happened on the day that you disrupted this, the Australian coal industry? Uh, so I arrived at the train line heading to Newcastle's coal port at around 6am and I boarded a stopped coal train and locked onto it. Um, so you used a lock-on device, was that hard? No, the mechanisms of the lock-on are very straightforward. So anyone could do it? I'd say anyone with a degree of ability, yeah. yeah pretty accessible. Uh, and so how long were you locked on for? Three, three to four hours. And why don't you just tell us what that was like and what happened in that time? Um, so I was on the on the train for a bit by myself um, I did a bit of live streaming on Facebook and uh, yeah just enjoyed enjoyed the sunrise and yeah for those of you who have just tuned in I'm currently locked on to the um, locomotive of a coal train heading to um, heading to Newcastle's coal port um, I don't know if you can see that very well but it's a beautiful sunrise isn't it and then the, the police showed up um, and they asked me to leave but I wanted to stand my ground against coal uh, so they ended up having to cut me out of the lock-on with an angle grinder. So you were given the chance to get off possibly without charges but you elected to stay? Um, I'm not sure that I wouldn't have been charged but I was asked several times to unlock. So when you say stand your ground, what what were you standing your ground about? Well, I I wanted to disrupt the industry for as long as possible. I, I wanted to make an impact. I I wanted them to know that what they're doing is wrong and that they need to stop it. Yeah. Um, so had you done other forms of protest before? Uh, I've, I've been involved in the anti-coal movement for the last three years, I guess, as well as, um, yeah, being involved in things like movements in social justice and anti-war and, like, protecting Australia's forests. So when you were locked on to the train for three or four hours, do you, can you remember roughly how long you were on your own for before the police arrived? Um, I think I would have been on there by myself maybe half an hour or less but it's hard to say I think. What were, what were your feelings at that time? I was feeling really exhilarated um, and just feeling very sure that I was doing the right thing at that point like looking looking back behind me at the kilometres of train carriages just full with like thousands of tons of coal and seeing that I had stopped that and I was stopping it from getting to its destination it it was it was a really powerful feeling what what else would you say to people who might be listening to this who might be thinking about direct action um why else would you encourage them to do it we just heard that it's exhilarating is there anything else you might want to add I think I think a lot of people might find the idea of taking direct action quite daunting um, in like the breaking laws and putting yourself in vulnerable positions um, seems pretty big but um, I'm not a 
physically or mentally spectacular human like um I think that majority of people have the capacity to do this and it's it's a way that you can really take it into your own hands you know like you're actually making an impact on an industry that's basically destroying us and our futures I think it's really important for people to feel empowered to take that back you know take charge of this situation because it's getting pretty dire um as someone who's lived through oppressions living in a patriarchal society do you see the connections between your day-to-day living and between people profiteering from the destruction of the environment i think that being in a patriarchal and capitalist society is one of the major forces in maintaining the fossil fuel industry is this toxic masculinity um, just constantly pushing for hierarchies and infinite expansion it's assuming that you can take for your own gain you know taking from the earth destroying the earth for your own benefit and not considering community or uh, just other other life forms that we have to share this planet with and we're just destroying it for our own gain um, I think it's big vicious cycle that like even if we break down this industry we've got to have a major just change in mindset and change in how we see the world yeah. um, so you were sitting on the train you were locked on and the police arrived what were the police like and what happened then um, the the police were the police were very reasonable. I think uh, I understand their frustration in that I put myself in a vulnerable and as they deem it unsafe position. Um, so I, I imagine they were quite frustrated um, having to come out for something that I had chosen to do. But they they weren't unreasonable. Uh, the police rescue were, were quite kind to me. Um, yeah, just making sure I was all right during the process of uh, cutting me off of the locomotive. Was, was that scary? Uh, they made it seem like a really, really big deal, and I think that was part of a tactic to try and scare me out of, like, to to intimidate me into unlocking was that I could injure myself. Um, but I was kind of of the impression that it's their job and they've been trained to do it and so you were cut off how long did it take but you know i did between when the police arrived and before you were released from the train or cut off from the train i think all up it took them about half an hour to cut me off and what happened then um well i i was searched uh and had to empty the contents of my pockets and was taken to newcastle police station and then you were held and charged? Yeah, I was held for around six hours and I got three charges. Mm. And then you were released and what happened on the rest of the day? Um, I had some really kind friends come and pick me up from the police station and they brought me coffee and cookies and we all went to the beach. Yeah. How important is community and the support you received from your friends in being able to resist the coal industry? Oh, it's so important. I mean, a lot of the reason I am involved in activism is because of the community that I found, like, knowing that I had people supporting me when I was 
in the cop shop was the best feeling like if if I had felt like I was alone there I, I, I don't think I would have I, I feel I would have found it a lot harder um, yeah yeah so what would you say to other people who are thinking about resisting uh, through direct action what do you think they need and what do you think they'll get out of it I think you need community like you can't you can't do this by yourself you you don't want to do it by yourself um, I don't think people need to necessarily jump on board with what we're doing as frontline action on coal I I think you can you can do this yourself you know um, there's people out there who have the skills and knowledge and they can help you or just go with your f- go with your gut you know this is it's yours and it's a, it's just about changing the, the way the system is changing the way we live because we need to right now given the imminent threat of global warming particularly on vulnerable communities do you think we stand a chance against the forces that are just trying to profit from our destruction um as much as i'd like to hope we have a chance because that is one of the few things that compels me to keep trying um feeling more and more alarmed about the state of things um but i think if we don't try there's there's no point really so you're 18 years old how are you feeling about your future now that you've done the action and had the community around you a little bit of support how are you feeling about the future in general now i'm feeling really grateful that I have people in my life who are so kind and supportive and I'm just uncertain about the future. I'm finding it I'm finding it hard to plan ahead because I can't really put a lot of faith into the world having a degree of consistency. Mm. Um, how would you appeal to listeners to get more involved? I think that I understand the barriers between wanting to be involved in direct action, but I just want people to understand the feeling that it gives you of actually making tangible change. And I think there's a lot of other really important work to be done within movements that don't involve breaking breaking laws or doing lock-ons but this is something that we can do to show how much we care you know this is people physically putting their bodies on the line to to prove how important these things are to them you know like one person signing petitions or going to marches or I know doing those sorts of things is is good and it's really important but at the same time one voice can be very small in those contexts but using yourself to physically stop the thing that you want to stop is such a powerful feeling that was cedar ending this edition of the radioactive show recorded on the lands of the awapakal people and produced in the lands of the agora people in queensland australia and broadcast across australia on the Community Radio Network. Have you heard about 3CR's national programs? Coming at you on community radio stations around Australia, produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne. 
services will be cut, jobs may well be lost and workers' entitlements will be undermined. Their basic human rights are as important as everyone else. Over 200 million years, individual species have evolved. I mean, birds were once dinosaurs. Anything nasty online seems to be targeted against women. Muckety is a bad deal, but Muckety is absolutely not a done deal. You're listening to Women on the Line. Welcome again to Lost in Science. And welcome to another edition of the Radioactive Show. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Accent of Women. Anarchist Wall this week. Listen to Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. You are listening to Let the Bands Play. Tune in to Stick Together, worker stories and union news. Grassroots Voices broadcast weekly on the Community Radio Network. If you're too busy to listen to 3CR Live, catch up on a podcast or audio on demand. At 3CR's website, www.3cr.org.au. We will not negotiate with minor state of title government or anyone on, on our culture, on, on our land. You know, if people say, oh, you're going to finish up with nothing, well then so be it. But at least our hearts will tell us that we did not sell out our country and our culture and heritage for a few scungy dollars. Immense frustration and revelation of some of the variety of product of society we are as a species and we Solar power.